Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. It's the mixing bowl. Thought I saw some flashing lights over on the shoulder. Might be the reason for it. Be careful on all of your overpasses, always. 395 northbound looks great towards the 14th Street Bridge. Eastbound 66 after Spout Run. Single lane gets you by that work zone. 95 BW Parkway between the beltways, between Baltimore and the Capitol Beltway. Everything is up to speed there. And 50 across the Bay Bridge. They're running two-way traffic on the westbound span. Eastbound's a little slow to get onto the bridge, but that's going to be the worst of it. TOP Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your windows. Visit windownation.com. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Let's take a look at the forecast now. We have 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson here. First Alert weather is tracking the next weather maker. We're already on storm alert for Sunday as we'll have some windswept downpours coming through. One to two inches of rain and wind gust over 30 miles per hour. Right now looking as though we could have some ponding on area roads by late afternoon and evening and maybe even some travel delays at the airports. This evening here our temperatures dropping through the 40s under mainly clear skies. We're cold early morning still clear 30 to 37 degrees will top out just under 60 degrees tomorrow i'm seven news chief meteorologist veronica johnson in the first alert weather center down to 42 degrees now in leesburg it's 46 still in upper marlboro we have 43 at the national arboretum in northeast it's 47 here at wtop you're listening to wtop washington's news traffic and weather station wtop news facts matter Good evening, I'm John Doman. Coming up... A boy shot in a metro station in northwest D.C. Police still looking for the suspect. I'm Matt Koufax. A pandemic-era program to help shelter homeless people in the district is closing this month. How a local school district is responding to students missing class. I'm Scott Gelman. Some of the charges against Frederick County Sheriff Chuck Jenkins have been dropped by a federal judge. Big budget troubles threaten a big bite from your roads, rails, and more in Maryland. Now what? I'm Kate Ryan. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Actor Ryan O'Neill's son Patrick says on Instagram that his father has died at age 82. No cause given, but Ryan O'Neill was diagnosed with prostate cancer in 2012. CBS's Deborah Rodriguez. Success came early to Ryan O'Neill. He was in his early 20s when he hit it big in the primetime soap opera Peyton Place. And he would earn an Oscar nomination for one of his earliest movies, Love Story. What can you say about a 25-year-old girl who died? Other memorable films in the 1970s included Paper Moon, which co-starred his real-life daughter, Tatum. I'm looking you straight in the eye, and I think you're beautiful. Oh, you're just saying that. Would I make that up while you're beautiful? The rest of his career would have more downs than ups, with the actor getting as much attention for his messy personal life as for his roles. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. University of Nevada, Las Vegas is canceling in-person final exams in the wake of Wednesday's shooting that left three faculty members dead and a fourth wounded. University President Keith Whitfield. Our emotions are swinging like a pendulum. Uh, It appears sometimes at one moment that people are fine and then the next moment feels like they're being knocked down by a tidal wave of grief and pain. Tighter security at some sites on the second night of Hanukkah after a man fired a shotgun outside a temple in Albany, New York. CBS's Meg Oliver reports. Security outside Jewish sites around New York City has increased as anti-Semitic incidents have surged more than 300 percent nationwide since the start of the Israel-Hamas war. No New Yorker should ever feel targeted because of who they are or what they believe. 
That's New York City Mayor Eric Adams. President Biden announces in Las Vegas the use of some $8 billion from the infrastructure fund for new rail projects, including a high-speed system from Nevada to California. New rail line will transport 11 million passengers a year. That means more visitors, more business, more Las Vegas, more money. And if the casino worker wants to take their kid to California for the weekend, they can have breakfast here in Las Vegas and lunch in L.A. The White House says U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan is in Seoul, South Korea, for meetings with his Japanese and Korean counterparts. Millions of Americans are bracing for a weekend of severe weather. Odyssey New York meteorologist Craig Allen. There is snow falling now in the Rockies and in and around Denver. There's quite a bit of snowfall, and that snow continues on up through portions of Utah, Idaho, and into Montana. Even the Dakotas, especially North Dakota, various winter weather advisories are in effect, and it is going to continue to spread on into the central portion of the United States. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. 10.03 here, Friday, December the 8th. 46 degrees right now. We're headed down into the 30s under clear skies overnight. Good evening, I'm John Doman with the top local stories we're following this hour. A boy was shot after being followed into a metro station this afternoon. Police are no longer here at the Georgia Avenue Petworth metro stop. That was the scene of a shooting at 2.45 p.m. This is on the Green Line in northwest D.C. What we know so far is that the victim is a male minor whom police say was transported to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Right now, law enforcement is also saying it seems that the boy was followed into the station by the the suspect, whom, again, they are still looking for just before the shooting occurred. At this time, we don't know anything about a possible motive. We do know that the metro stop was closed down for a time while detectives conducted their investigation, but they have since left and are still looking for that suspect. We're working to get more details from transit police at this time. In the district, Matt Koufax, WTOP News. A D.C. program that provides hotel rooms to medically vulnerable people experiencing homelessness is closing this month. The pandemic emergency program for medically vulnerable individuals launched in 2020, right at the start of the pandemic. It was created to help provide space in hotel rooms to people who are at high risk from severe illness to COVID-19. DCS reports the program served over a thousand people and that almost 1,200 who lived in those hotels were connected to permanent housing. It's shutting down because the federal funds that supported that effort have run out. More than 12% of Loudoun County public school students have missed 18 or more days of class already this year. In an exclusive interview, the school superintendent tells WTOP Scott Gelman what steps the district is taking to try and fix that. Principals in Loudoun County are no longer required to figure out whether a student's absence is excused or unexcused. It's part of a policy change aimed at addressing student absences, according to Superintendent Aaron Spence. Family trips and vacations are now unexcused absences. To try to communicate to our families how important it is that they try to schedule those uh, vacations and family trips during uh, school holidays or over the summer. The county is also expanding the definition of excused absences to include 
include mental health issues. We have to make sure that students who are uh, dealing with mental health issues are getting the appropriate level of support. State funding will be used to help with the problem too, Spence says. Part of that is um, establishing a partnership with a mental health care coordination service. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. New tonight, a federal judge has agreed to dismiss a charge against Frederick County Sheriff Chuck Jenkins and a local machine gun business owner, as well as part of another charge in the federal gun conspiracy case. But Judge Stephanie Gallagher is denying a motion by Jenkins to drop all charges in another motion asking her to review and potentially release grand jury minutes and witness testimony. The Frederick News Post reports the judge ordered federal prosecutors to file a new indictment without the dismissed charge, as well as an updated second charge. Sheriff Jenkins is accused of abusing the power of his office by helping a local gun shop owner acquire machine guns. He has pleaded not guilty to all charges in that case. Now, we've all heard of Uber or Lyft, and we've probably used it to hitch a ride around D.C. sometimes. But have you heard of the rideshare service Empower? Well, the district says that company is violating the law. We provide software and support services to drivers who want to build and run their own businesses. Empower CEO Joshua Sear says his Virginia-based company is a third-party vendor where drivers pay for a subscription to get 100% of the profits. But D.C.'s Department for Hire Vehicles put the company on notice with a cease and desist letter for not registering the business. They say it's uninsured and unsafe for riders. Sear disagrees. Drivers agree to provide the results of a background check that's conducted by one of the largest providers of background checks to Empower as part of the terms and conditions. The company has appealed the order while the district has impounded driver vehicles caught on D.C. streets. Sandra Jones, WTOP News. A police sketch of a man accused of indecent exposure in Fairfax City has actually led, in Fairfax County, has led to an arrest in that case. Officers say they were called to an apartment building on Knollwood Drive last night after getting a tip from a caller who said they saw a man that resembled the sketch police released last month. They found 34-year-old Jovika Stanisic in the lobby of the building, and he was taken into custody. Police are connecting Stanisic to an indecent exposure in that area back in October and also believe that he's connected to other cases of sexual offenses dating back to August of 2022. He has since been released on bond. Now, coming up after traffic and weather, flight attendants at one airline voted down a contract proposal even though it had a big raise. It's 10.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the AIDS. Take it away, Carlos Ramirez. Thanks, Don. A lot of work zones now. So far, if you're headed in Virginia, it looks like they've got the most right now. If you're headed on the inner loop of the Beltway, right side of the roadway is what's blocked off. As you make your way up towards the American Legion Bridge, should have two lanes blocked over on the right side. Do stay to the left. Outer loop looks good all the way down towards the Springfield Interchange. I-95. Got a couple of work zones setting up right now. The first one you'll stumble upon is going to be past the exit for 234, Dumfries. That's exit 152. Two lanes are blocked over on the left. And as you continue southbound past Garrisonville Road, that work crew is actually on the right. So you're going to be zigzagging a little bit. The good news is, as I'm looking through cameras, not a whole lot of volume delays. So as you make your way past these work crews, you're not really going to slow down too much. If you're making way northbound, 395 looks great all the way up towards the 14th Street Bridge. No issues. 66 eastbound. As you make your way past the uh, Spout Run Parkway, you're going to have a single lane getting by that work zone. And then across the Roosevelt Bridge, it sounds like they got a work zone in both directions blocking the left side. 
Go electric the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives are available. Go electric at fitsmall.com. Carlos Ramirez, WTOB Traffic. Our forecast now with 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Clear and mainly clear conditions here for your evening and overnight. And great weather expected on Saturday. Temperatures this evening will be dipping down to about 40 to 46 degrees. We're about 30 to 37 degrees by early Saturday morning. Expect partly sunny skies. We'll get up to about 50 to 58 degrees. Dry throughout the day. But rain develops early Sunday morning around 7 8 o'clock and continues until about 7 to 8 a.m. Monday. Windswept rain expected. Temperature Sunday in the mid-60s. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 43 in Hyattsville right now. It's 42 in Fredericksburg. We have 46 at the Kennedy Center and 46 here at WTOP. It's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour now, and here's Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. There's no stopping the U.S. jobs machine. The government reports the economy added 199,000 jobs last month, a stronger-than-expected increase. The unemployment rate fell to 3.7%. The report gave stocks a modest lift as it eased fears of a recession, even as it lowered hopes that the Fed would cut interest rates next year. Dow Industrials rose 130, the S&P added 19, the Nasdaq gained 64. Flight attendants at Southwest Airlines have voted down a tentative contract by a nearly 2-to-1 margin. It would have provided an immediate 20% pay raise and 3% annual increases through 2028. Apps and websites that use artificial intelligence to virtually undress women in photos are soaring in popularity. Researchers say 24 million people visited such websites in September alone. It's part of a worrying trend of non-consensual pornography. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. And coming up here on WTOP, migrant families separated at the southern border under a Trump-era rule are getting a little help tonight under a new settlement that was just approved by a federal judge. And we'll talk about it with the Washington Post. It's 1012. Here's John Meyer, VP and GM of Software Ventures at Arcfield, encouraging agencies to keep focused and patient when employing a zero-trust strategy. The journey to the cloud, it's exactly that. It's a journey, right? So as they're planning and designing their zero-trust architectures, they're also leaning forward and saying, do we do this in the cloud? Do we still stay on-prem? Maybe we push most of this to the cloud. Uh, so it's, it's a journey, and especially for those organizations, just keeping up to date, right? I mean, uh, Microsoft came out, the NATO summit over in Lithuania, and said, hey, there's a Word doc, and it has a, a, a vulnerability in it, right? It can take over your systems. Those are going to evolve. They're going to continue to happen. So staying on their guard for what they currently have to do while they're migrating to their future, position, right, is is really important. That's John Meyer, VP and GM of Software Ventures at Arcfield. For more, go to federalnewsnetwork.com, search Arcfield. With the holidays upon us, the increase in traveling, shopping, and connecting online also heightens the need to protect your identity and finances with LifeLock. Identity thieves see this time of year as an opportunity to drain your accounts, open new loans in your name, and damage your financial future. LifeLock detects and alerts you to threats you might miss on your own. Don't let the busy holiday season catch you off guard. Save up to 25% off your first year with promo code NEWS at LifeLock.com. 
Coming up, the Wizards get clobbered in Brooklyn. The losing streak reaching four games now. We have sports in about 10 minutes here at WTOP. Thanks to Total Wine, you saved more on all the gifts for the ones you adore. Wines and beers all nestled on shelves. Got some advice from our helpful elves. Oh, so, so many gifts to explore when you go, go to Total Wine and more. Bottles so delightful, whoa, whoa, whoa. Price so amazingly low, low, low. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and more. Drink responsibly, B21. If you need to hire, you need Indeed, because Indeed's all-in-one hiring solution helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 1014. Good evening. I'm John Doman. Thanks for being with us here tonight. A federal judge in San Diego has approved a settlement today. It effectively blocks the Trump administration's zero-tolerance policy on the border. Under that policy, parents were separated from their kids so that they could be prosecuted for crossing the border illegally. The settlement between the ACLU and the Biden administration was reached back in October. It goes into effect next week. And for the details on today's hearing, I spoke with uh, Washington Post immigration and customs enforcement reporter Maria Sacchetti. There are two separate tracks. Um, One is, I mean, the Biden administration has said it it does not want to separate migrant parents and children. So there's no risk of that as long as he is in office. I mean, certainly there are some circumstances, you know, if the parent poses a danger to the child, that separations could occur. But but officials have said they're not going to separate people like Trump did um, just to criminally prosecute parents for crossing the border illegally. But going forward, um, this means that if someone else were to take office in the next eight years, they could not reinstitute that policy. They could not separate a, a child from a parent to prosecute the parent for crossing the border illegally. Now, apparently the judge had some pretty interesting things to say during that hearing today. What stood out to you? Well, what was really striking is the judge kind of took everybody back through the initial days and the judge acknowledged that even he was skeptical. He thought the initially the allegations were sensational. And remember, you know, this lawsuit was filed even before the official zero tolerance policy was launched. So, you know, later investigations made clear that Trump, the Trump administration had been separating parents and children throughout his term. So and the judge really, you know, really that that struck him, you know, it became the, the number of separated people grew into the thousands. And uh, and he realized that if he didn't act, you know, his children could become permanently orphaned. The settlement also offers some aid to thousands of parents and children who were forced apart by the Trump administration. What will that look like? Well, deported parents could return. They would restart their asylum claims. So that means they could try to stay permanently in the United States. They also could get some housing aid. They could bring with them relatives, immediate relatives, you know, from their households who like other children. And they'll get some legal assistance and some some other help trying to stay permanently in the United States. But the judge did say, you know, all of this, while very important, um, doesn't entirely address the the trauma they they all um, endured. But some people were separated for years. That's Maria Sacchetti, who covers immigration and customs enforcement for The Washington Post. 1017 and President Biden is announcing eight point two billion dollars to fund new rail projects, including a high speed system connecting Nevada and California. It will be the country's first high speed rail. 
and is projected to carry more than 11 million people every year. President Biden unveiled the news to Carpenter Union members in Las Vegas. It means jobs, union jobs, 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 jobs. The White House says the high-speed rail would lead to fewer cars on the road and reduced emissions. The funding comes from the president's bipartisan infrastructure law. A portion of that money also going to finish a new long bridge across the Potomac, running between Arlington and the districts. Now a quick look at the top stories that we're working on tonight at WTOP. Ryan O'Neill, the heartthrob actor who went from a TV soap opera star to an Oscar-nominated role in the movie Love Story, has passed away. Ethan Crumbly, sentenced to life in prison without parole. He's the one who killed four classmates at a Michigan high school in 2021. And former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says he is endorsing President Trump in the 2024 race. Keep it here for full details on these stories coming up in the minutes ahead. It's 1018. Traffic and weather on the 8s now. Carlos Ramirez is in the WTOB Traffic Center. That I am. Thank you so much, John. So far across the Bay Bridge, you still got two-way traffic on the westbound span. Single lane gets you by in either direction. And it does look like if you're headed eastbound, you're going to be slowed down just a little bit as you try to get onto the bridge itself. While we're in Anne Arundel, Solomon's Island Road and Brick Church Road dealing with an accident scene. And another one, Annapolis Road near Baldwin Road. A lot of crashes going on in the area. Be extra cautious out there if you could. Might be something in the air. <laughs> 97 looks good northbound and southbound between Glen Burnie and 50. 50 towards the Beltway is up to speed as well. So far, if you're headed on the Beltway here in Maryland, I'm not seeing any slowdowns. In Virginia, however, inner loop is slow going from 193 up towards the American Legion Bridge. At least two lanes blocked over on the right, causing no slowdowns. Stay to the left. Eastbound 66 from Spout Run towards the Roslyn Tunnel. You should have single lane getting by. And then across the Roosevelt Bridge, the left side is blocked with the work zone there. Southbound I-95 has got two separate work zones. The first one near Dumfries blocking the left. And then the other one there near Garrisonville Road. That one's blocking the right side. Carlos Ramirez, WTOB Traffic. The forecast now with 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. We're dry this evening and under mainly clear skies. Temperatures will be dropping down into the 40s. 30s by early morning, 30 to 37 degrees for Saturday and a chance for a little bit of patchy fog. Afternoon looking nice, partly sunny for your Saturday up to 50 to 58 degrees and dry even for Saturday evening if you've got plans to go out. But your First Alert weather team, we're going with a storm alert for Sunday as there'll be rain picking up in intensity. Moderate to heavy rain for the afternoon, the evening, and overnight, and wind gusts that will be over 30 miles per hour. Could see some ponding on area roads and probably some travel delays. Temperatures will be in the 60s. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 40 degrees right now in Bowie. We have 46 in Falls Church. It's 48 in the Navy Yard there in southeast D.C. And coming up, what happened to an iconic Christmas tree along the Fairfax County Parkway? Well, Kyle Cooper has that story for you. It's 1020. Attention families of Prince George's County middle and high school students. As a career and technical education student at PGCPS, you can earn college credit in industry certifications or licensing while in high school with no student debt. From IT to construction to engineering, choose from more than 30 programs of study. Plus, find a mentor in your chosen field. Become an apprentice, get help finding a job, and graduate high school with the ability to earn livable wages immediately. Your future starts now at pgcps.org CTE. Seating is limited. Apply today. 
The future depends on semiconductors. Semiconductors are the backbone of the global economy, and America should lead the development and manufacturing of this century's most essential technology. We can't risk another chip supply chain failure that creates shortages. America needs to lead in chips, and American chip leadership starts with Intel. Our innovations help the United States lead in critical industries like medicine, transportation, and defense. And Intel's essential research and development is done right here in America. With support from the CHIPS Act, we're investing $100 billion over five years, expanding America's ability to build leading-edge chips. That's good for America's security, prosperity, and jobs. Intel's investments are putting America back on the path to technology leadership. U.S. chip leadership starts with Intel. There's a story you need to know about. You'll hear it on WTOP. A new study has ranked the safest cars for your teen driver. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Several big problems on the Beltway. Looks like rain will be moving in later today. Good news on gas prices may be just down the road. When you want to know, you know you'll hear it on WTOP News. I heard it on WTOP. 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 WTOP News. Facts matter. 1022, and will your roadway see more potholes, trash, and high grass? Will bus and rail routes be cut? Well, county leaders from around the state are leaving an annual gathering trying to figure out just how a state transportation budget shortfall is going to shape your travels. It's all anyone is talking about at the Maryland Association of Counties Winter Gathering. Which projects will get hit by the $3.3 billion cut to the State Transportation Trust Fund? Kevin Canale with MAKO says... Every county will feel the proposed cuts. We're talking about transit, roads, commuter buses, locally operated transit systems. It's very concerning. How Maryland pays for transportation will be looked at. The state relies on the Transportation Trust Fund. And of course, the the biggest contributor to the Transportation Trust Fund is gas tax revenue. In his speech to Mako Thursday night, Governor Westmore called the funding formulas outdated. And in the past, the governor has called for ending the automatic annual increase to the gas tax that's tied to inflation. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. This is the time of year when the spirits of many drivers through Fairfax County are brightened by a Christmas tree that they pass on their commute. WTOP's Kyle Cooper tells us that that annual tradition is gone this year. The tree has stood in the middle of the busy Fairfax County Parkway at the intersection of Pope's Head Road for years. It's got a Charlie Brown tree vibe, and every year it gets decorated by different people. This year, by Jimmy Sims and his 8-year-old daughter, Lydia. Hi. Hi, Lydia. How are you? Good. Do you love that tree? Did you like decorating it? Yes. The tree was carefully removed by VDOT while a major upgrade of that intersection is completed. We are going to continue to care for the tree uh, if anybody wants to visit. Ellen Kamalakis with VDOT says it's now located at VDOT's property off West Ox Road. On the Fairfax County Parkway, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. If you were caught up in that traffic on the Beltway at New Hampshire Avenue this afternoon, well, that was because of a four-car crash. That was around 1.30 p.m., And Montgomery County police say one person involved in that accident fired shots before running away from the scene. Maryland State Police say they tried to make contact with the man when he was spotted near Riggs Road along the Beltway. But then he hopped a fence and ran away into a neighborhood in Adelphi. Police are asking anyone with information about that man to give them a call. Sports at 25 and 55. 
powered by Red River. Technology 